So I've run around the back and there was nothing but a bare lawn. No bushes, nothing. So I had to I had to pop a squat in the corner. Um, after doing that, I've looked up and there was a camera looking right at me. <laughs> so my question is, do I raise it with the client or do I do I just leave it? Let it go. My man, say less, my boy. Say less, my boy. Let's push. Give me some. Let's go. Never fold. Ten toes down, baby. Ow. You know who it is. I'm trying to be like you, mother. Shush. It's too late to turn back now. <laughs> the Morning Shift. Powered by Uno Media. No Brooke, unfortunately, this morning. Uh, it's just Muscle, Mark and Jordan, but let me do this real quickly. Kia ora, good morning, good evening, and everything in between. Welcome to a Let's Get It, Get It Friday. This is for our morning shifters, from our misters to our sisters. We back for another show just in case you missed us. Let's push. Do the dishes, powered by Uno Media. That's right, guys. We are the new media. Welcome to our podcast. We're not a show. We're not a podcast. Now I'm getting my one messed up. Everything you want, nothing you don't. No bad vibes. Real people, real yarns, real chats. Let's get it. You know what I'm saying? Matsu Mark, how are you? Yeah, good. I thought you did really well. It's Thank you. It's at times like this where you start to, you know, you start to reach out to the, the missing wheel, which is Brooke today, and you're like, oh, okay, I get it. I get where you do and what you do. 100%. And um, uh, love to our Rusko Fano who uh, in Wellington today um, at a Fano grievance, mm. just at a tangi. Uh, so sending um, Brooke all the love and... and uh, yeah, we're grateful we were able to even do the shows with him this week because he was going to go down earlier. So thank you, my bro, and thank love you, bro. to your funder. <sighs> All right. Uh, anyway, let's push. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I don't know how to go to move on from yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, vibes is usually what we do, but... That's right, I do. I do have a vibe for this Friday. Uh, do I you? do. Yes, that's right. Well, well, the cat's away, the mouse has played, and I'm taking the vibe. I've got vibe today. No, I do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go. This guy Come just on. stole vibe off me. All right, let's go. Andy up, baby. Let's get it, get it started. Be mad at this though, much or much. Oh, that energy. That's what we need to end the week. That's what we need. I think I crump at least once every three months, eh? And it, and it's certainly every time I ever hear this song. Which since knowing you is quite a lot. I feel like this isn't Mark Pear's life lifelong lifetime kind of playlist. Like songs that represent your life. You know how people put together like a, a funeral list? Songs that kind of remind us of that time. This is during the wake or during that part where the, the coffin's been carried out already. And then you all go back to like the bar or you go to a club. I mean like a rugby club. <laughs> Not like a rugby club club. But, uh, and then they play out like songs that used to remind you of them. I reckon there'd be a few that would throw this one out there. For mine at least. Let's put, turn it on one more time for a vibe. Eddie up, shift Team. This is a Let's Get It Get It Friday. Uh, I feel like it might just stay that name, but that is a working title. 
Uh, Mark, what have we got up on the show? We're going to be naughty today, aren't we? We are. We're going <laughs> to, I guess, go a little differently to what we usually would, seen as Brooke, who is generally considered our anchor. He usually keeps us and keeps us in line and keeps the flow rolling. Uh, we're going to just flow where we go. Uh, but we will start with a, with a well-known one. It is Breaking Bread. We'll get to that. Uh, and then we've got a lot of cleaning up house that we need to do. You guys have sent in so many VUAs or Voice Us Anythings. And we're going to get through a whole heap of them and do our very best to make reset feel- for next week. Yeah, yeah. So reset for next week. Hundred yeah. uh, percent. It's actually called Daily Bread, Muscle Mark. Well, that's fine. Let's do Daily Bread now. Breaking bread with the news of today. Still looking for a bread sponsor. Anyone? I tell you what. There's going to be a time. I want to say this right now. I shouldn't say this. Say it. I Brooks shouldn't say this. Right now, everyone's looking at us like a cute little podcast, right? They're not taking the shifters too seriously. But but trust me, we are taking you seriously because we are all one team. And there'll be, we'll have our day. We'll have our day and the shifters, all of you will be, be like, remember when we were there, when we were begging for, we were all begging for a bread sponsor? Are you suggesting we will be one day breaking bread together? We'll all have our day? I'm, I'm suggesting we're at a, we're at a, we're at a presser point in... And a very big shift. Anyway, boring. Guys, Al Hilal, a soccer team in Saudi Arabia, is reportedly in talks to offer Messi. Matil Mark, have a guess. What what would a Saudi te- what what would a Saudi team uh, offer Messi per season? Not not the whole deal per season. Oh, Messi. He, has he peaked? Has he is he coming down the other side of, of his, the, his heights of his career? Ah, uh, Saudi won't care. He's a ticket seller. I'm going to go ahead and lock per in. Year. Per, per year. Per year. Maybe seven mil a year. Yo, come on, bro. You're that guy. I don't and, know what football players get paid. All right. Uh, they're offering him 400 million a year. <gasps> what? They're offering him, the rival team to Cristiano Ronaldo in the same league, in the Saudi league, uh, is offering Messi $400 million a year to come and play for them for, I think, the next two years. Uh, That's that oil money. That's that oil money. Mm. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo uh, was offered $200 million per year on his contract, and I think he signed for five or four. But yeah, I mean, it's also a tax haven, isn't it? They don't pay tax over there. Yeah. How does that work? Because they seem to be uh, a society that's um, has, you know, how tax here is used to pay roads, yep. schools, education, and all that. They seem very inept. I am not educated in these ways, but Sorry. I have had this conversation with somebody who worked over there, and uh, uh, where was it? They were in Dubai, but they were talking about how there's a certain taxation that happens from a government level of the oil that's then exported. So the people who live there don't need to pay tax. Because the government's had their back already. Because the it. government's already had their back. Buzzy. Because I was thinking, we pay our tax here and we don't have any problems. Well, the equivalent would be, <laughs> the equivalent would be all our dairy product that we export. If the government already sort of took a tax on it, then we'd probably pay less of or... That would be the equivalence, but I don't think we make as much money as what the Saudis do with oil. It's giving move to Dubai. Morning shift out of Dubai. How good? How good? Oh, that's right. We don't have any money yet. But we will one day. <laughs> all right. Uh, this is a bit of a uh, change in gears, I guess. But Jamie Foxx is actually in hospital at the moment. Oh. He had a, uh, he had a stroke uh, on set three weeks ago. 
Um, and basically, three weeks after suffering, he's still in uh, medical emergency care. The closest to him say he needs all the prayers and well wishes from his fans. Um, yeah, so I, I, he just had a stroke on set, basically, and he's just been in hospital ever since. I thought he was getting better because I saw some of his celebrity friends posting, like, good to see he's up, he's doing well, but clearly still a bit of a road to recovery. Um, my, my thing about this was when it, when it came out, this is when the internet is funny, eh? When it, when it came out, um, people started tweeting, Jamie Foxx literally had a stroke and went to hospital, and two days later they hired a stunt double to finish all of his scenes. And then they and then they said, um, "This is your. This is the universe reminding you. No, um, focus on yourself. Um, you're replaceable. No one." Can, I'm like, no, 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 no. That's a completely different thing. Like, on movies, they have to finish a movie if he if he can't because you've paid for um, rent rentals on cameras, on trucks, on crew, on locations. Like, you're losing hundreds of thousand dollars per day. But it was funny how like. When that happened, people just think they can write anything and like kind of make a point. <laughs> you know where that story instantly took me? That's yours. Yes. As you grow up and you get older and your group of friends get older and the movie stars who you watched when you were younger get older, there's only one direction, which is so sad to hear, but like ultimately, like, remember when you everyone was going to everyone's 16-year-old birthday parties and then it turned into, oh, everyone's in the 21st stage. Everyone's going to the 20th. Then everyone starts going to your 40th. Ooh. Then people start ending up going to people's hospital beds, funerals. Okay, this has gone somewhere else, Mark. Thank you, though. Thank you for that angle. Appreciate that. Uh, last last little one. You'll like this, Mark. Just a little bit of entertainment. Uh, my, my fun fact, sorry. Did you know that Ewan McGregor, who also plays in the Star Wars franchise, the iconic Mark? What character does he play? Ewan Obi McGregor? Wan Kenobi. Wow, you are very good. Uh, his brother is called Colin McGregor and is actually a pilot of the Royal Air Force. And his aviator nickname is Ob2. Oh. <laughs> How good! <laughs> I like that. How good! That is your daily bread, guys. Breaking off bread with the news of today. Still looking for a bread sponsor. Thank you. What a great Friday show! Let's get into some like meat and bones. What's what's the boil up? Well, as we said, Brooke away, we've got a lot of cleaning up to do before he gets home. Uh, and I think the best way we can do that is to jam through all your hard-sent messages. You've got mail. Oh can I please just take this moment to acknowledge you guys, right? Wow. Can I please take this moment to acknowledge the morning shift? I was literally driving to Mahi. <laughs> Listening to you guys, you know, all <laughs> And you guys are just so funny without trying to be funny. You know what I mean? Like, it oh, just, stop it. it hits you when it hits you. Like, I was listening to you guys talk about FIFA and basketball and all that kind of stuff. And then out of nowhere, you guys hit us with the barbecue chicken. Like, out of nowhere. Like, it just came from nowhere and I couldn't stop laughing. And I really wanted to meet you guys and just share some aroha and say that I love the mahi you guys are doing and thank you. So, yeah, that's my fakaro. Nga mahi. Oh, we got there in the end, didn't we? Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It says thank you. Wow, that felt like a hug that I needed. Thank you so much for that encouragement. I'm glad I'm, I'm glad we can make people smile if, if that's what they choose to do, you know, or have a laugh. This that is was really nice. Yeah, that's a, 
Thank you, Tori. That was a beautiful message. Thanks, Tori. Very uplifting. Um, this What's is VUA. This is where you can send us messages yes. in our messenger on Instagram uh, at any stage. Here's what we're trying to do, Fano. We're trying to basically teach our shifters, whenever there's a moment you're like, I want to hear a yarn about that, or I want to get advice on that, or I want to know what you guys think about that, you just get out your phone, you go to our Instagram account, you go into our messenger, and you just record your thought, and you will make the show. All right? The UA. Voice us anything. Are these going to keep going? Matsu Mark, we're on a hey roll. Hey guys, love the show. Listen to it every day on my drive to work. It takes about 40 minutes, so I listen to one of your Come episodes. On. It gets me through. I just wanted to ask I'm already an introvert, and I've recently moved over to Australia from New Zealand. I just wanted to ask other than workplaces and being an introvert, how do you make friends as an adult? I'm really finding it so hard over here. Um, thank you so much. Yeah. Hey, aren't we all? <laughs> aren't we all, sis? I feel like Matua Mark, you're someone who always goes out and is never at home. Um, <laughs> how do you make friends? Oh, goodness me. That made me so... Um, Chance, thank you for uh, being vulnerable and, and admitting that. I think yeah, it's tough as an adult because you kind of get stuck in your ways to a certain extent and you kind of just like what you like. And so all of a sudden you're inviting other people into your lives and you've got to be really giving in terms of where you place your energy. I think it's the same with getting into new relationships when you get a bit older. Like you're just so stuck in your ways and what you find as a comfort mm. blanket. Friends are exactly the same in my opinion. Chance, I just, just yeah, I, I guess you attract people if you're just confident in who you are and what you're about. So you just have faith that you will find a good group of friends and just... Don't be afraid to go out to dinner by yourself. Don't be afraid to go to the movies by yourself. Don't be afraid to hang out at workplaces. Well, not other people's workplaces, but just your workplace. And you'll attract people if you're confident. Yeah, that's all I can say. 100%. And please don't take this advice if it doesn't work. But through the only, if I'm going to add on to what Matul Mark's saying in terms of attraction, we always say these kind of things, right? Like, like um, Hopefully you can attract what you, but the question, the deeper question, oh, sorry, the late question there is how do you become someone that attracts the things you want to yourself? And just quickly, sis, I, I feel like it could be wrong, but for me, it's, um, it's being real comfortable with doubling down on what you like and what piques your interest and just being like fully okay with that. And it, it like, you could be into anime, you could be into cooking, you could be into a good rom-com, you could be into what, whatever it is. Um, I, I don't know what that is, but the, the tough part, another layer to that is while you get good at doing that, while potentially not having friends, you also have to get good at going, well, I'm not making any friends right away, but I'm going to trust that if I keep doubling down on what I like, if, I, if people come to me with what they like and I don't like it, and I'd be cool to be like, mm, that's not me, but thank you. Like the more, the better I get at doing that, that's when the stuff attracts itself to you. And so like in this season, um, I just want to say, man, just get really good at knowing what you like and being and getting better at liking that that's what you like. And I think that you'll be able to attract what you want to you. Is that? Does it that made a like? lot of does sense. It, did it actually? It did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, cool. It Thank might you. have felt like you were losing direction, but you got there and yeah. it made a lot of sense. Cool. It shouldn't feel polished because that's just not life. Well, that's what we envisioned. Absolutely. It never is. It never is polished. <laughs> hey, uh, we are literally doing the cleaning up of all our VUAs. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time to voice us anything. That's today's show, right? We're not doing a, anything else. For the rest are, of the show, guys, we're just going to have a yarn off what you guys are having a yarn about. We're interacting with you today. You've got mail. Cheers, brothers. 
I've uh, got a bit of a scenario for you guys to mull over. Uh, say you had a mate, let's just call him Dave Slazenger. Uh, if he started a fight with a bunch of dudes <laughs> and you and your cousin jumped in to back him up, uh, then in the middle of you getting the beats, you look over and he's standing to the side with the crowd watching you get that <laughs> hiding, uh, what would you do or say after? <laughs> I'm going to... Look, I have a story about this story and I'm going to say it once. But my best friend always, one of my best friends from school always reminds me. But it was actually like, he laughs about it. But he gave me like a defining moment in my life when I made that pivot. But I was never like a scrapper growing up. And I always avoided it. And I remember... Okay, so we were, we were we were outside town once. By the way, I was also someone who didn't really drink till I was like in my twenties. So when we were going out, I was sober driver. I was I was sober driving. I wasn't making trouble. When someone gave me the old "Are you keen?" I was looking at the ground, minding my damn business, <laughs> not putting that energy out there. My friends, however, all right, they were they were always keen on a scrap. They were the ones that, you know, if it was down, then let's roll, you know, and they didn't mind losing, okay? <laughs> nah. But I remember this one time, they actually got into it, and I felt like it was completely unnecessary, but I didn't really hop in, and uh, my mates got the beats, and I learned an important lesson on the way home. Like, on the way home, I thought I, I, I kind of got off it, and then uh, it was, like, quiet, and my mate turns to me, and he was like, bro... Don't ever, I don't ever want to see you not hop in if we're having a scrap. Like, don't ever do that again. And I I thought about it. I remember being like, I was like 17, 18. And I was like, you know, as regardless of context, I know what he's saying. Like, the context was they actually started it. I was sober. I saw, I was like, we could have avoided this if we just kept walking. But no, you turned around and wanted to have a little chat. But what my mate was saying is like, it doesn't that doesn't matter like if you say you're gonna have backs then you have backs and like it was a real important like defining moment for me so i was having a giggle to myself because i think i've been david slazinger but i feel like there could be something more deeper to this much <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness so um Whanau, i want to welcome you to one of my uh Best friends I've ever had throughout my entire life. His name is Aubrey. Wow. Yeah, and that was him sending in that message. He's actually a firefighter in Gizzy at the moment. And uh, Shout out firefighters. Yeah, firefighters, you do the Lord's work. And Aubrey has been a great friend to me throughout my entire life. He is the kind of guy that you used to hang out with at school that was really good at every sport. Big dude. Um, could have been whatever he wanted to be. But was also one of those guys that was interested in all the other things like why like the people who would have been considered geeks yeah. in, the, in the days he was always the guy who was bringing them into the group and making sure that everyone felt welcome what a so guy I, Aubrey I love that about Aubrey but <laughs> he is he is touching <laughs> on something that actually did happen between us as well and if I can explain some perspective from because we've had this conversation I knew he was going to send in a message too but no um so yeah, I wasn't much of a scrapper either growing up. I had an older brother who could definitely lay people down and has been doing his whole life. So I thought I could scrap, but I never wanted to. I was always too scared I'd get hit and wasted. But mm. um, I remember this night uh, specifically. It happened in the Pack and Save car park in Gizzy. And there was a guy who stole my, well not stole my girlfriend, but well hooked up with my ex-girlfriend. And he said something across the road to me. And so I walked over to him. And Aubrey and his cousin Gene. Gene was a scrapper from South Auckland. He was coming down to, to Gizzy just for a weekend. And I remember 
I don't know who punched him first, but that guy got laid out and we walked off and left it and blah, 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 blah. And then we were in the pack and save car park when this ute pulled up and there was a whole heap of dudes that jumped off. And this I was went, all in Gizzy. This was all happening in Gizzy. So there was three of us and probably eight of them. Um, and I knew it was about to get messy. And so I started trying to negotiate and stop, you know, trying to talk things away. I was like, this is going to be stupid. We're going to get our ass kicked here. So I need, I tried to negotiate. Anyway, Gene, who loves a scrap, <laughs> lays a swing on the first dude. And then it is all chaos. And before I know it, Orbs has jumped in and starts smashing in. Yeah. Anyways. The numbers didn't go in our favour, and ultimately I was left standing next to the ute holding a couple of guys back and pushing people away, and no one swung on me, but the other two were getting hiding. And I should have just let loose. Like, I know now, exactly like your story, yeah. we should have just swung, we should have all been in hospital that night, or we should have all, you know, had a concussion, a delayed concussion. I know you got that, Aubrey, and you ended up, yeah. Look, but look, look at the peacekeepers attracting each other to themselves and starting a podcast. Hey, look at us, <laughs> the mature ones. <laughs> But hang on, that's not what Aubrey said. He said you were just watching. <laughs> yeah, but that's his. That was what he said. Your spin is you had your back face against them, pushing others back away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mate, like I, I pushed one guy away at least. Okay, thank you, Aubrey. Next for you, let's push. What in the shift is Just here in the GC on the way to Mahi. Um, just want to chuck my 50 cent in, in on the, the EV topic. Electric um, vehicles? My thinking about the the EV rebate scheme is that they're gonna get lots of people into EVs because it's cheaper and then introduce road user charges mm. because EVs aren't paying the same amount of tax towards the roads currently so they have to get people into the EVs and then introduce it and then it's gonna be about the same but people wouldn't buy EVs if it just costs the same amount to run as normal cars Jeff up the shifters. Up the shifters. Yeah. That seems unfair, eh? Like, you, you've gone out of your way to help the environment, help Papatunuku. <laughs> and the government still are going to be like, no, no, we need to find a way to make sure you pay your way for helping the universe. Yeah, it makes sense, though, because we're going to have to maintain our roads somehow. And usually that money comes from our fuel tax. But if no one's using fuel, they're going to have to find that money somewhere else. And so like they do with diesel, you're going to have to start paying road user taxes. It's inevitable. Sorry, I shouldn't, um, I shouldn't sound cynical to the point where I'm ignoring the fact that we, I am a citizen who wants the roads fixed. So yeah. I'm not one. Yeah, sorry. Can I just put that out there? Like, I, I understand. So I don't think everyone understands that, though. So fuel part of fuel tax actually goes into us having good roads and them being safe and them being maintained. Yep, that's part of the government's taxing and... Can we say all of it or some of it? We can only say some of it. Do, they, do they ever release those records for how much <laughs> actually goes in? Uh, yeah, well, Aucklanders have a higher fuel tax as well because Auckland roads need so much more maintenance and there are so many more people using it. So you go around the country and it's cheaper to buy petrol, uh, generally it means that the road user charges or the taxes that are coming off the fuel is, is higher in that area. Uh, side note too, I think we always forget too, like we're so aware of the tax that we is put on our salary when it comes out. Yeah. Um, but we forget that as tax paying citizens we should really have a say in in who gets to run this country. And I feel like for a lot for, I know for my generation, I know for me in particular, that disconnect is, is often there like I'm aware that I'm a I'm tax paying citizen who should go and get my have my have my say, um, think about who's running the country. But when so much of these people who I just, I don't feel represent me at all are out here just like, 
saying a bunch of nothing, yeah. you know. But I got we got to get over there, and we are going to have um, uh, some content around the uh, around um, the polls and stuff like that. Eh? Totally. Uh, when the when we get closer and closer to the selection, I feel like it would be you know it would be remiss of us not to visit some of the main things and what's important to us and, and who's going to get our vote. All right, moving through. Hundred. You've got mail. I'm enjoying this. All right, brothers. Well. Uh, I'm going to need you guys to settle an issue that I've been having with a few of my peers. <laughs> and it's, um, what goes better with a meal? Or, to go deeper, what would you rather have for the rest of your life and you can't have the other? And the options are Ooh. option A, rice. Option oh. B, potatoes. Oh. So you can cook it however you want. But you can only have one, not the other, for the rest of your life. Come on, settle it for me, Roy. Settle it for me. Matsu, Mark, you go first. Also, thank you for this amazing question. I am very solid on my answer. It's very simple for me. Matsu, Mark, I know what you're going with. George, I love that this is the kind of thing that you and your friends are arguing over. And we will settle it. Today, rice cannot be beaten. It cannot be beaten! Rice for life! Rice for life! <laughs> I hope you see the rice too, George, so you can walk on back into the room and be like... Imagine p- pisopo without rice. Imagine curries without rice. Imagine sushi without rice. Rice make... Whoa, yeah. Rice makes canned tuna taste nice. Potatoes can't do that. Spud can't do that. Like, as good as a potato chip is... Mm-mm. Rice for life! Hey, guys. Can we chat power moves... Um, whether they're for the lols or whether they're like low-key for a little bit cheeky power. Um, for example, you're sitting in the backseat of a car and you pretend that the kitty lock's on so that someone has to come and open your door for you. Uh, or a personal favourite is you're sitting down to eat food and you just ask someone, hey, uh, have you washed your hands? Uh, or you're meeting someone for the first time and you say to them, oh... I thought you'd be taller in person. Immediately gives you the upper hand. Anyway, you know, think about it. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god! Can I just say, I love that the shifters like it is a mosaic of different personalities and different ways of looking at the world. Because let me tell you, that was an experience listening to that. Is this happening? Is, sorry, Jasmine, Jasmine, Jasmine. Uh, is this? Do people do that? Jasmine, is this a Palangi thing? I mean, that's all I'm thinking about right now, which, which is not a problem because hey, within our culture, we got stuff too. That I know a lot of Palangis are like up to you. Um, I'm. We, we there's room for all of us in this combo. So, there is. so what are you thinking, Matu? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking I'm old and that I don't have time for games and like let's just be normal like let's just if, if the door's able to be open just open it and get out like why are you calling someone around to open the door for you same again like why do you want me to feel less powerful by saying oh I thought you'd be taller I don't understand why anyone but that's because I don't live by those rules I'm just like ah oh, I get it and and I don't want to rag on anyone who's doing it and by you're ragging so, on you do you you are ragging on but please don't do you to me that just, is a Let's just have straight up convos. Let's just be fine with each other. Let's not try and own the power in the room. That's a mechanic rag type level rag on, my bro. (laughs) Yours, please. Jasmine, how did my girl? I got you. Matsu, Mark, just blimmin' talk down on you. I'm old. Obviously, it's for the bants, Matsu, Mark. This is how her her and her friends, they have bants. 
It's not actually to make someone feel stink, but for her particular group friend group, this is what they find funny. <laughs> Have you washed your hands? You look taller. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure. Jasmine, sorry. Forgive us. We're un. We're uneducated in this realm. We. I wouldn't know. What What would the equivalent be for? Okay, I feel like they're okay. If we're gonna be, let's think critically here. Okay. For us, it would be like. I know some people don't get it when we go. When someone comes in and does something really awesome, we go, "Oh, those guys." Right. That's our equivalent to like, but we like belittle. They're trying to get up. We're trying to put them down. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, the point of the point of answering the question is we don't have any examples for you. But look, I want to hear more because I might want to actually start to incorporate this into my life, particularly with my relationship between me and Matu. Don't you dare! <laughs> if you start playing that at me, that'll be so frustrating. Anyways, let's roll through. Thank you, Jasmine. G'day, Thank you, Jasmine. Joe Webb here. Massive fan of the show. <laughs> Love what you guys are doing down there at you know media in the morning shift. <laughs> you guys are doing such a good job. Sure. Anyway, um, it's about loud in the gym. <laughs> so I apologize for that. I'm out here doing the dishes. <laughs> anyway, back to me. Um, a friend of mine went overseas to play basketball. Uh, he was in the States for about three or four weeks and he came back with an American accent. What are your thoughts on that, shifters? Let me know. That's bullshit. Anyway, back to me. Hey, Uso. How are you, man? Yeah, nah, good. I think he's talking about Brooke. I think, and Brooke's not here to answer, so I feel bad about that. But uh, I think he come he's back with an American accent? I think he definitely did. That's definitely Brooke back in the day. Brooke's actually really matured, but back in the day, you know Brooke. You've known Brooke since yeah. he was a teenager. I used to play against Brooke in Wellington. He said he used to give you buckets, and you were all like grown men, and he was like 10, just like dropping 40 on you. He did not say that. <laughs> you were just trying to fire us up. No, no he did. No, he did not. And I think 40s. that's true. Brooke was a child prodigy. He wasn't against us. <laughs> he was the king of seagull. You know, you know, you ballers, the guy who never comes back on defense, but all you hear is once you guys get the rebound, you hear, Seagull! Still drop 40, though. No, you didn't. <laughs> okay, next one. All right, next up. Morena, boys. Hope all is well. Loving the podcast. Um, loving the energy that you guys are portraying. Good on my bro. Thank across you. Across the, you know, the airwaves. Uh, quick question, and hopefully you can share it too. Um, unpopular opinions. Um... Uh, Wonder if you could share something around that and uh, see what people have to say. Uh, I'll start us off. Um, Thank you. I don't like uh, these new generation um, gender reveals. Hate me, love me, whatever. Let's go. Cool. The gender reveals. I love that he was just like, hmm. Uh, oh yeah, gender reveals. I don't like those. <laughs> Man, I'm with you, dog. I'm with you. I get it. What? What? What do? You, can you? I actually don't get it. Can you actually paint that picture for us, Matsu Mark? So most people I feel that are doing gender reveals are basically allowing everybody, even themselves, to find out simultaneously whether it's a boy or girl, and that will make it easier to buy gifts when baby is born. That's what it all boils down to, in my mind anyway. Um, <laughs> so what's the most creative way of doing a gender reveal? And that's where it's getting out of control. That's where people are like, okay, I don't like it. And they're filming it and they're putting it on social. And 
I don't know, I get it. It's a special moment for the people who are doing it and everyone else can just be punished and suffer through it as they do their gender reveal. I can't remember, my best mate Rick and Abby, they had a gender reveal recently and I don't even remember how they did it. It was basically one of, the, I think it was like a confetti cannon. They just, they didn't know what color was gonna come out and it was blue and then all of a sudden, yay. But yeah, it seems like a lot of energy for something that really only two people are concerned That's with. true. Um, I don't know if you have any others, but I can't really think of any, but as I was just trying to think of one, I was like, damn. I think I feel like I come up with an unpopular opinion every day. <laughs> I feel like my life is built on trying to find an unpopular opinion. You've got mail. Hey, brothers. Just want to say, uh, man, love the show. And um, just a question. Uh, was just real curious just to where you guys last worked. <laughs> just just wondering. I'm sure everyone's wondering as well. Like, do you guys still, like, listening? Or have you guys totally cut it off? Or do you... Like cringe when you when you hear it in the morning. What's up, Mark? <sighs> Why did you play that? Uh, we're doing we're, we're doing the cleaning up of a week's worth of VUAs, and we want to make sure we uh, we shout out to everyone. Yeah, that's true. I'll go first. When I when I used to work, where I used to work. I hand on heart. I never I never listened to it either. So I, I've just never listened to it. Um. So the, the answer to that question is no. Um. But that's just because I've never consumed. I was always listening to my own playlists or YouTube interviews or like something else on the Bluetooth, you know. So that's yeah. actually the honest answer. Um, I haven't listened for some time, especially since we've been going, because I'm not lying when I say every single listen and download counts towards our tally. <laughs> so I listen to us, which is embarrassing because I've never ever listened to anything I've ever done in the past. You don't, eh? It's actually, no. that's not unnormal to say. Eh? If you no. work, you just don't even listen to yourself back or and, anything. Because it makes, I mean, you guys listening right now will know what your own voice sounds like. And you'll say something, you're like, oh, I shouldn't say that. You get, but I literally listen to us because I know that if one little listen is going to help, and that's what I mean. What I say is what I mean. Like, everything helps, so I'm listening to us. But I wish everybody who else, you know, who works there still all the very best. Morning, brothers. Just wanted to get you guys an opinion on something. I don't know if this is going to be controversial or not, but um, a pie is overrated. Uh, I've, I've, I was born in New Zealand, but I've lived in Australia for a long time. And, <laughs> All everyone says is, oh, you got to go back home and go to the, try the pies back home. They're, they're the best, go to this place, it's sicky here, and do this, do that. I've gone back home and tried the pies, and I'm like, bro, this is just a pie. Like, it's it's nice, but it's nothing, nothing extravagant. <laughs> it, it just doesn't seem to match the talk that everybody gives pies. Uh, I reckon most of the pies taste the same. There's a few that taste really good, that taste different, but generally they all taste the same. I don't know, is it... Are pies overrated or is it is it just me? Um, thanks, boys. I once tried to start a lasagna topper better than a pie revolution a very long time ago. I got quite far, actually, in my humble opinion. Um, but I'm not going to dog on the pie. Uh, it's, 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 it's a staple in this country. It's a staple in this country. And you know, you know what it is? It's... Generally, it's getting a lot expe more expensive now, but at our at our bakeries, it's generally an ex it's it's an affordable, it's a warm, hot treat that's going to keep your belly full for at least well pending till till your next meal. Till your next meal, um, bro. I think you're when you use the word extravagant and pie, they're two very different <laughs> things. You know what I mean? Like I feel like that's where we may be starting wrong. And yeah, everyone talks up a big game about New Zealand pies with good reason because you can really. You hit out the park with some of our pies that we do. And that can't be said about a lot of countries who try pies. So we're good at it. But extravagant? Meh. I think you struggle to find extravagance in a pie. You might not 
be sort of starting in the right place to begin with. All right, we are doing the laundry. We're getting all your messages almost out. Almost there. We're almost well, here there. Here we go. This is the final one for this week, and thank you to everyone for VUAs. If you want to do it yourself, get on our Instagram page and send us a voice message, and we'll play it out and give you our opinion. Here it is, the final one for this week. Oh, kill the boys. Um, bit of a VUA. I think I need some wise advice uh, with uh, something that's been on my mind lately. Um, but a bit of context, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I took on a job and whilst doing it, I needed to go toilet. Um, so I've gone and knocked on the door and found the client wasn't home. So I've run around the back and there was nothing but a bare lawn. No bushes, nothing. So I had to, I had to pop a squat in the corner. Um, after doing that, I've looked up and there was a camera looking right at me. <laughs> so my question is, do I raise it with the client or do I do I just leave it, let it go? Don't say anything. Yeah, any any advice would be um, appreciated. <laughs> Cheer, boys. Thank you. My man, say less, my boy. Say less, my boy. You put the onus on them. If they if they have the audacity to watch you through your your very private and intimate moment, it's on them to bring it up. How dare they? How dare? Like, of course you don't want to squat on the corner. You're obviously desperate. That ain't your fault, my man. You need to be easy. You can go easy on yourself. All right? That ain't on you. Oh, Trey. <laughs> What are we doing with our lives? <laughs> Trey, come on now. No, 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 hang on. Mato Mark, you know, you know when you need to go for a cucks I... and you've anticipated, like your mind's done a mind map visually <laughs> and your emotions connected to your bowels have done a mind map visually of when you're going to be able to release them. Amen. You then get to that point and you realise the house is locked, there's no way of doing it, but your cucker brain's already like, it's turned over. So then it's like, it's there and it's, what are you doing, Matoma? Trey, this is what I'm doing. I'm asking how long they've had their cameras there. Just when you see them next, just be like, oh, <laughs> your security systems, um, are they good? I'm looking to put one in my place. Again, with the elaborate lying with me. <laughs> then when they say, oh, we've had, oh, we've had this for, if it's been longer than six months, there's a high possibility that it won't be necessarily checked as regularly as say someone who's got a brand new one and just wants to keep on looking at their cameras and seeing what's happened and what's recorded i've got cameras at my house right and i started off with a hiss and a roar but now i just go in there and i just completely clear everything that's on there unless something's happened around my house so you got to hope that they've had it for longer than six months that they no longer check that often get that in your mind if they say longer than six months don't bring it up if they say in the well we've only just put these in they're great you should have a look you go no 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 no, no. i just want to broach something with you I may or may not have soiled your lawn. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Trey, to end this, um, we got your back. We're not going to ask about how you wiped. <laughs> Love you, bro. Love you, shifters. Thank you for the VUAs. Voice us anything. What a Friday show, much or much. Beautiful. Hey, enjoy your weekend all. Thank you for all the support. As we keep on saying, you help us keep the lights on every time you download, every time you share it with your whanau. Absolutely. Be kind to yourself, be kind to others, and never forget, keep doing the dishes. This is The Shift. The Shift. Go home, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go home. The Morning Shift. I'm going to make an offer again with you. The Shift. I love you. Oh, oh. This is The Shift.
Okay.